Welcome to Las Latinas, a podcast about unsuccessful recipes and uncircumcised success. This is episode 12. If you want to follow us along on Twitter, just use the hashtag Las Latinas podcast. Tag us, make fun of us, give us a shout out and share our content. And for all those people who love to ruin a good thing, this podcast is not safe for work. So chill the fuck out. Don't come for us. And then on this episode today, we have Jesus, Hi. we have Robbie, hey. myself, Johnny. And we have a special guest today, uh, the producer of Las Latinas, uh, Doggett in the City, also known as producer Jeff. Hey. AKA my boo. We're all uh, certified alternative lifestyle coaches. Please contact us with any questions and use the hashtag uncircumcised success. Is everybody here uncircumcised? Wait, are we? I'm, yeah, I'm not circumcised. I'm uncircumcised. Robbie, you are circumcised? Yeah. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> you jealous bitch? I'll never know. Yeah, I'll never know what it's like. Apparently, you feel more. They have a uh, little contraptions now that you can, that you can buy to make. Yeah, it but high. it doesn't. It's I've I've seen them and yeah, not interested. I've seen them. I've I've tried them and I'm not interested. No, I haven't tried it. <laughs> yeah, it looks painful <laughs> and it looks like a lot of work for something that like. You know, you could you could buy a cookie instead. You could maybe in. I'd rather play know? with someone else's than a, than my <laughs> fake one. Your prosthetic foreskin. Yeah, bitch. What if they have clip-on foreskins? <laughs> no. Should I wear it tonight? <laughs> Just cut a condom in half and fuck it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can, let's get into the episode. How was everyone's week? Robbie, how was your week? It was not bad. I'm interviewing for jobs and it hasn't broken my soul yet. So I'll take that as a blessing, as a really big blessing. On top of that, I just know I wanted to talk to y'all or tell y'all about these two. Actually, they're not even YouTube accounts, but they both make videos. There's these two girls. One is Emmy Made and one is Tabitha Brown. And both of them are kind of food-related videos. Um, but honestly, I've just been watching pretty much all of their content the past, like, week and a half. This shit just makes me really happy. Uh, Emmy kind of reviews, like, weird food. Like, she did a whole canned meal, and it was a whole canned chicken with, like, a whole canned bread, which I didn't know they made loaf bread canned. But she, like, is real serious about it, too. Like, she'll give, like... She'll talk about the texture. She'll talk about what it tastes like. She'll talk about like what the description says or what it's supposed to taste like. And I don't know. I just love her voice is really soothing. This is Emmy made. Um, and I totally recommend it. Like if you're ever stressed out, watch your videos. Same with Tabitha Brown. She's a, I, and I should know this, either vegan or vegetarian. My bitch. Tabitha Brown, it, her voice is so calming. Like she's vegan and like sometimes she makes shit and I'm like, this looks so delicious. And this is a lot of time. And I don't mm-hmm. think I want to make that much time, but please keep telling me more. Like her voice is just like it's it's so soothing. It is it is butter like. So gorgeous. Love it. How about you, Johnny? Oh my God. My my niece called me this week too, as help with her homework. And I was like, sure, like FaceTime me. And she was be like, this little bitch. I'm not going to say that. But I just did. Um, I was like, <laughs> Do you want me to edit that? No, no, it's fine. I want her to know what I think of her. <laughs> I want her to listen to this when she's growing up. <laughs> she's in high school. 
No, she's like asking me for help with her coding homework. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to help you with that? I have no idea what I'm doing. And she's like, what do I do? How do I figure it out? And like, I didn't have to do coding homework when I was a kid. Like, I think the most confusing thing I had to do was like, for my parents was probably like math. Um, but it was just, I don't, I just don't know how to help her with anything anymore. <laughs> Cause that, that's like, I don't, I don't know anything about coding. I don't want to learn anything about coding, at least not right now, but I'm assuming they're teaching her coding to essentially like, that's going to be some sort of production line in the future, like coding or, or some sort of coding. <laughs> Robbie, do you have anything? Yeah, I, I forgot. Oh, I was watching stupid MTV's The Challenge, one of those variations of it. And one of the things was like, it was either long division or multiplications where you have to stack them with the line and then do the cross thing. I don't remember how oh, to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do not remember how to do that. Like I tried something simple and I was like, I'm going to have to, and I didn't look it up, but I was like, I'm going to have to look it up to remember. <laughs> but I never looked it up. Well, then I'm just like, I deflect. So I'm immediately like, what did your teacher say? You're not listening in class. Why don't you listen to your teacher? You know, and I'm just like, it's not my responsibility. (laughs) It's like, I don't know how to teach someone coding. And she's like, trying. she's like, why isn't it working? And I'm just like, just keep trying different things until you get it. She also like refuses to listen to instructions or read instructions. So, but I feel her. I feel that like I hated like reading instructions. I still it's such a funny reversal too to go from like um kid with immigrant parents who can't help you with homework to then being like oh my god i'm a cool auntie now i can help you with homework oh it's coding yeah bitch. yeah Yeah. it's your own fault (laughs) blame the government i don't know blame (laughs) you know what you really need to learn is to get the money up front kid (laughs) (laughs) that's all you need to know really gal Tell your teacher that. Bye. This is basic core. Yeah. I literally just like started asking my mom questions. So my niece passed 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 the phone to my mom. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this will work. I can do this. (laughs) I guess she figured it out. I don't know. (laughs) But I was like, I can't help you with this coding homework. I'm sorry. Do I sound like a horrible uncle? And (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't know what I would do. Like, I'm not going to go look online. And you shouldn't lie to her. You you can't be like, yeah, I know how to build a robot. You know what I mean? Like, you know how to suck a dick and be mean. And that's the two That'll things get you that somewhere. I think. Well, that's also a production line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's 2020. Of course, it's a production line at this point. <laughs> uh, how was your week, uh, Jeff? Producer Jeff? So my birthday just passed and at 39 years old, I just realized that, you know, childhood trauma and defense mechanisms are still lurking around. (laughs) So like, you know, you celebrate your birthday in a quarantine and I'm not really a birthday person anyway. Um, But I just realized why I'm kind of not a birthday person just because, you know, if you don't expect anything, you can't be disappointed. And I was like, well, why is that? So I don't like want people like to do anything or I'm never planning anything because if I plan it and then you don't come through, then I'll be disappointed. Um, so I'd rather not plan anything and then be like, oh, Jesus, you really care. Thank you. <laughs> Other than that, uh, started a podcast. First episode, Pop by Proxy. Woo. Me yeah. and uh, Robbie's boo, DJ Lames, a.k.a. North Lamar, a.k.a. Lamar, a.k.a. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mayor Tabasco. Right. Mayor so Tabasco. Uh, just doing that and being on the opposite side, I'm usually the person behind the scenes. Uh, so stepping up and being on the microphone. So 
Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Johnny looks terrified, and I think that's. <laughs> I'm like, do I want to ask? Like, how was your birthday? Did you like what? I <laughs> Tell me all about it. <laughs> Johnny gave me these trash ass gifts. No, he's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. Let's bring it up. Fuck it. We're in different rooms. He slept on the couch last night, so this <laughs> Welcome to Las Latinas, a podcast about crumbling relationships. This, yeah. this house is big enough for two. <laughs> An right. apple crumble. Exactly. Asus, what about you? Well, um, I don't know. So I'm a teacher, in case people didn't know. Um and uh, yeah, and, and teaching has been fucking hard, right? Like just as you were like helping your niece with like coding and that homework and shit like that, I, it just kept reminding me of like the different situations that people have at home and like the ways in which like this pandemic has really sort of revealed like what kids have access to what. Mm. Um, and that's been kind of a bummer um, just because, I'm, you know, I, you, one of the things you realize really quickly is that there are some students for whom like remote learning is just not a possibility and it's it's difficult or they or they live in a house where they have to like go do their homework in a closet or listen to class in like the bathroom because like the house is just loud because they got like eight other kids in there. Yeah. Um so that's been weird and also <laughs> um so people have been really confident and really sort of like yeah we're when we're back in the fall and can't wait to see all our friends um and the district just released like an email with like the budget for next year. And I want to see something like $22 million are allotted for technology and resources, which is the, the highest number on the budget. And I was like, oh, we're planning on a fall semester remotely. Wow. Got it. But no one's saying anything. Like, no one's explicitly saying anything. Because I, I think most districts and most universities and institutions are like, let's wait till June. And I'm like, y'all need to tell these parents now. <laughs> like, people need to make plans. Because, like, what are y'all going to do? Um, so... I don't know. It's 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 been an it's been interesting to say the least. Um like do you think do you think you all would have um do you think you all would have liked like remote learning or distance learning? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I would have liked it just cuz I needed to get away from, I feel like I sometimes needed to be away from home. I mean, I still do sometimes. Um but like <laughs> but like I'm thinking about like my niece is doing all remote learning too. And so she's like Theo, I need help with a printer. Like, I don't know what to do. And my mom's just like, I have no idea. All I know is to go buy a new one. So this one isn't printing the way it needs to. So are you telling me we need to buy a new printer? Are you telling me we need to buy a new computer? Um, and I'm just, and she's just like losing her mind over it because she has no idea how to help my my, my little niece. Um, Robbie, you had something to say. Certain times or having the option to do both would probably be ideal, but like being forced into remote i mean i don't know i guess it's one thing if you have a choice then sure but if you don't have a choice yeah sorry i don't know i i would not want to do it i'm thinking kids are already not social as it is so they're already online all the time so now you're taking away what little bit of social skills that they possibly could have by you know being remote i mean i know it's some in this situation you can't help it but they're missing out on everything proms graduations all kind of stuff is getting cut because of covid yeah, I mean, like, I, I think so much about um, memories and just, like, um, you know, half of the shit that I remember most vividly from high school has nothing to do with the shit I was learning in school. Like, bitch, I, I don't know how to add. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but, you know, what I do remember is, like, who got into a fight with whom or, like, who made me laugh in class or, like, um, 
Um, I had this art class and like the one thing I learned about art is if you're drawing a tree, everything comes in twos. So it's just like every, every, every branch has two splits that then have two splits. And also giving this kid named Robert uh, a hand job in that <laughs> class, like with my friend Janie sitting across from us and being like, you guys are nasty. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, like that's the shit I remember from high school. And I just, I'm just sad that kids are going to miss out on um, disgusting memories. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that in the classroom? Yeah, dude. So Mr. Andrews, who was my art teacher, was just like, he was like a vet with, I think, just a lot of problems. Um, and so he would just like chill and just draw. Like he would just spend the class drawing. And he was talking himself to the drawing he was making on the chalkboard, but wasn't actually looking at us. So I was just like beating this dude off. My friend Rosi across the room, she made, she would make pipes out of big pens and tinfoil. <laughs> and she would smoke weed in class because she oh sat by God. the window. I loved it, you know, and it's just sad <laughs> the kids get to miss out on drug use. What's that Michelle Pfeiffer movie? All I can think of is Dangerous Minds. It is Dangerous Minds, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was. I went to Dangerous Minds High, except everyone was really nice. Um, we only had a couple of stabbings, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think as a result, I've been thinking a lot about like, um, yeah, just like better times and memories. Um, uh, I, social media has been really good lately at reminding us that we had lives before. <laughs> Three years ago, this day, you were at a club with people and your hair looked good and you weren't sad and eating fucking butter by the spoonful at three o'clock in the morning while watching Celebrity Drag Race. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right, Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about like... Um, every once in a while, like I'll get really sad that we're in quarantine, and I'll think to back to like a memory or a time that I really loved, and and it's been nice because I've also it's it's made me really appreciative of like my life. But also, I was like thinking, um, I was high as shit the other day, and I texted Johnny, and I was like, "Hey, girl, I have a question for you." Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and I was like, "If you could go back to any particular time in your life." And live your life from that point with all of the knowledge you have now in your brain. Like, would you do it? Would you go back to, to another point or time in your life to, to live your life out from that point, but knowing everything you know about your life now? Um, you know, because that would mean the chance to maybe change things. It would definitely mean the chance to like relive or re-meet some people. Um, so Robbie, would, would you travel back to any point in time in your life and, and live your life from that moment knowing everything you know now so we we had when you asked johnny we had kind of talked about it afterwards and so it's actually something i've been thinking about because i can't decide um and one thing i kind of get stuck on and actually it kind of even made me i started thinking about it again so as i mentioned i've been interviewing and i was telling my friend how i wish i had because i'm currently interviewing at a job i'm actually kind of one i, I want it pretty bad and I was telling them, I wish I had interviewed a few times before to kind of just get it out, you know, get get that experience. And so then later that day, I was thinking how I said that. And I was like, this kind of goes back to that stupid fucking question. Of, oh, of thanks like, for calling it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid in this. It's like, I've, I, it's been in my head. Like, I've just been thinking about it. And like, so a part of me would be afraid to like take away experiences that were honestly helpful, you know, whether they were good or bad or whatever they happened. And I I was able to learn from them. And, you know, that's uh, things 
are so nuanced and complex. It's hard to say whether it's good or bad for one person versus the other. So I don't know. I, I almost start to think too much into like time travel, which is stupid. Uh, but I, I think what I've decided, even though I was super conflicted, is that I actually would go back, but I wouldn't go back far because I don't think I could relive all of that again. <laughs> but like the last like few years, I think I could have been better to myself. Um, yeah, so I would try and do that. You would just be nicer to yourself, like along the process of learning those things? Definitely nicer to myself. And also, like, challenge myself more and force myself to get out there more and, like, do things that scare me more. Like, that kind of, like, both. I need both. Yeah. What do you, like, when you think about, like, scary stuff that you didn't do or whatever, like, do you think of something in particular? Yeah. Like, m- multiple things, like, times where I wish I would have spoke up and defended a friend or defended myself or times that I wish I would have, like, applied for a job that I didn't think I was ready for or spoke up on things that, you know, just represented myself better, like just with more confidence the way many people have to, to like excel in the industry I'm in. And so, yeah, things, things like that, some minor things, some more major things, but I think I would be most comfortable changing those things as far as like some of the really, impactful memories and experience i had growing up like i'll actually i i, I would want to leave that the same um but yeah what do you think jeff i'm kind of like you i was a little bit conflicted about this question because i think you learn a lot of skills which makes you who you are today um but if i did go back uh i would basically tell my childhood self to give a fuck less <laughs> sooner so like in my 20s that was when i figured out people were trash and you know, you can only rely on yourself for the most part. I wish I would have known that a little bit sooner as a kid, just because your circumstances personally is like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't realize that your circumstances aren't unique to you. And a lot of people share your same circumstances. So for myself, I basically withdrew a lot away from people. So I wanted to get as little attention as possible, even though I was smart in school, even though I had like all these different talents and whatnot. I didn't want people to pay me any attention. One, because of the whole, you know, struggling with sexuality thing and then also, you know, parent life and home life. So I just didn't want anybody to see me at all. Um, Then when I got in my 20s, you know, you realize that, you know, everybody's life is trash to some degree um, at some point in their life. So you shouldn't, you know, be hiding yourself in order to, I guess, make other people feel better or, you know, whatever. What do you think you you gave a fuck most about growing up? Like, what, what what do you think was was most on your mind? It was definitely opinions of family, of friends. Um, I'm one of the oldest, like, I'm one of the oldest cousin. I'm the oldest sibling. So there's a lot of responsibility that falls or fell onto me. You know, like, was taking care of my grandmother, taking care of this person and that person. So, you know, there really wasn't enough time for me, a young person, to think of for my think about my own feelings and emotions. And then meanwhile, I'm caring about what all these other people are thinking and what's going on, but also neglecting myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That makes, mm-hmm, that makes total mm-hmm. sense. Anyway, Johnny, you had a question. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like, um, is it, is it not so much like, is it just being let down? Like the thing that, that you want to avoid? No, it's not been let down. Like I said, it's just, 
they weren't people weren't necessarily caring about what my thoughts were, but I was mm-hmm. caring about what they were thinking. So meaning that like, oh, well, I care what this person is doing and they get to go do whatever they want to go do. But here I am caring about their feelings and then also being stuck with all this responsibility and not progressing myself. So sometimes I feel like, you know, I've stunted my creativity or could have been doing things like a lot sooner. So had I known that as a child, you know, if I had that realization, I would have been doing more probably to this day. But again, like I said, you can't necessarily look back 2020 because, again, I might not have the same skill set that I have now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's actually where I was going to, you know, when, when you when you ask what I would do, that that's actually one of the biggest things that I, that I think sort of lingers for me is that idea that, like, I would have wanted to do more of the things that I love to do now sooner. So like, yeah, if I, if I could go back, I think I would, I would go somewhere like, I don't know, maybe somewhere like, like 17 slash early twenties, just because I think for as much as, you know, for as much as like, there were some very difficult instances growing up, um, like from age zero to like 17, right? Um, like I was picked on a lot. I came out way early. So like, I've always been like fat and gay and weird. And so, um, I, I actually really appreciate all those experiences. Like, like even like the, the really tough ones. And, and I feel very fortunate in that, like I had a family who like, while they did not perfectly handle the person that they got, um, they still were very generous and kind to the person that they got. Um, that person being me. Um, but I started throwing myself into theater and doing poetry and writing more and really thinking about the world and, and, and of myself as an artist until I was like 27. 27 is really when I started. And I think about how many young folks now are people who are like, I look up to and like, I'll look at their age and it'll be like, so-and-so is 24. And I was like, damn bitch, what the fuck was I doing? I was crying at a bar in Long Beach when I was 24 years old. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I was fucking, you know, like making sure that my friend ate her Taco Bell tacos and didn't pass out on a puddle of water. Um, and so I think so much about like who who I could have become and what I could have produced had I started to make things sooner. And and not because I'm like, oh, I could be like really big or famous or whatever, right? I just think like right now I'm at a point where I'm really comfortable with like my art making practice. And and I think like I, I get what it is that I'm making and, and what I want to do. And I wish, I, I wish the person who I was at like 22, 23 had even yeah, like same. an inch of that confidence because then that bitch I think would have had a better time. Like I think I had a really difficult time with my 20s only specifically because I kept myself from the things that yeah. I really, really wanted to do. Exactly. And I also probably would have sucked more dick. <laughs> I might have done that too. Who knows? You know? <laughs> <laughs> if it's there, you don't want it to go to waste. You know what I mean? Dick only keeps for so long and then you have to... <laughs> It's very you know, true. either mm-hmm. throw it in an omelet or scrap <laughs> it, you know, just let it go. <laughs> Which is exactly what we did this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all had dick? <laughs> well, that, well, that was yesterday. We had omelets this morning. <laughs> like food. <laughs> Actual food. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's a perfect segue, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dicks. Saturday was great. <laughs> And the omelets were great today. So <laughs> now um, it's really interesting. I think I, I feel like there's little parts of all of you that I'd start feeling like for myself. Um, but like, I think there's two things for me. I think one is like music 
I think I, I never, I never really tried as much as I probably should have. Um, um, like I, like when I was in high school, there was like a, a music school at like Cal State LA that I applied for, but I, I never even looked at the audition music because I was just like, whatever. Um, like Cal State Long Beach, I had applied and was doing like to get into the music school. I didn't even apply for the school. I got waitlisted. And I didn't even try then. Like, I didn't even get the music, like, sheet music that I needed, like, beforehand to think about it. Like, I just went and showed up and fucking did it. So, like, I feel like if I, if I, made, like, trusted myself more, if I had more confidence in myself, like, I would have, like, tried harder um, and really, really tried to make that some sort of, like, career or something for myself. Because, like, in college, my, my dad was like, you're going to study business. Like, you're going to study business. That's just you're, what you're going to do. Um, and I ended up studying business <laughs> and like, now I'm like, I, sh- I may, I maybe should have studied music. Like I maybe should have studied something that I really wanted or at least explored it a lot more than I should have. Um, because like, I was, I was pretty fucking good growing up. Like, and then I just stopped playing music, um, a lot. So, but a lot of it, I think for me, it was a lot of was associated with church and stuff. Um, but that's like one thing, Jeff, you had a question for me. Uh, just really a comment. I think it's like a generational kind of thing because at the same time, when I was going to production, or when I said I was going to production school, my uncle kind of said the same thing. He was like, oh, you need to go get a job with benefits. So that's kind of like their old school kind of thinking. Whereas it was like, oh, you stay at a job for 20 years, you buy a yeah. house and then you die. So um, I just think when I hear people say that kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. like my, my dad, my granddad, like that's just what they did. It's like very Sister Act 2. You know, like, music will not put food on the table. Music will not pay the bills. Music will not... (laughs) I love that movie. But that's what it... (laughs) Well, she was... I was going to say, and she was telling Lauren Hill that. I know. (laughs) Showed you, Mom. She should have just told her to start on time. Uh, (laughs) Don't come for me, Lauren. (laughs) Yeah, so I think like music definitely one. I think the other thing would be I would I would I was very happy with all the sex I had, <laughs> but I probably would have been a bit like explored a lot more things, um, and more like my sexuality being confident, like confident with being gay. Um, I think I came out probably when I was like twenty one or twenty two, but I think if I would have been more confident in who I was and just explored like my body, explored like new things more, took risks, um, I think. I think I probably would have maybe turned out a little bit different or had a little bit different life experiences, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back and, and I would probably go back and do that more. Um, like I'm really happy where things are today. Um, I just think like there, if there was a few little detours I would have taken or ones like roads that I would have just not he have just taken to Gabe. <laughs> like those are the things that I would avoid, but I'd probably <laughs> land somewhere either where I'm at now or somewhere in the middle. Yes. No. Is it because you're so self-conscious about your ability to gape now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to gape, gape harder. <laughs> gape harder, bitch? I just want to gape harder. <laughs> um, no, but on the quote, I did want to ask a little bit about, like, um, I guess, like, um, in, in terms of thinking about, like, like more sex or, or like, uh, like, I guess... Um, you, you, you mentioned your body there, right? Like, and I think that's really, really interesting because I do think like, it's weird. 
I feel like for so many of us, like we look back on our 20s and we're like, damn, bitch, I was hot. I was sexy. I could have been doing all kinds of mess. Right. Um, <laughs> and like, and we look back at it with the confidence and and like the body we have now, you know, we're yeah. like, you know, our shit creaks when we get up in the morning. And so, um, so yeah, I, I guess like what, what, what do you think would have been really different about your relationship to your body if you, if you could go back? Like, what do you think would be different? Uh, I'd probably be more consistently good to it. So like I would I would like exercise more. I would eat more vegetables and more fruit. I take vitamins, and I th- like I'm doing a lot of that now. But I'm like, man, I should have done that a little bit more. I <laughs> like done that a little bit better. Um, and I think I would have been more confident in myself, like more confident even I think at work and how I feel every day. Because um, I spent a lot of time yeah, drinking um, because I was really unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, like. In it was yeah, a I'm kidding. I don't want to do that to anybody. Like, yeah, I was just like drinking a ton. Yeah. <laughs> name names. No name names. <laughs> or give um, us an address. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's ducks. Is that what you said, Robbie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's drunk with power now that she has a LinkedIn. <laughs> Ever since she got on LinkedIn, yeah. she's really been failing herself. Yeah, but I would just I would just feel more confident in, in kind of the skin I'm in. Um, like maybe go to more leather events. Maybe go like suck more dick, get my dick sucked a lot more, and do all those things. Yeah, yeah. I th- I did some of it, but I I could have done more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I was fortunate in the fact that I actually did kind of grow up in the whole leather thing. I think that's also why it took so long for me to come out like so my uncle's also gay so hanging out with him in my early 20s i kind of got to see the different pockets of gay people and then realize who i was and who i wasn't so i guess for lack of a better word my uncle's a little bit more feminine and i realized like him and his friends aren't what i want to like be and then i look across the room and i see like these muscle leather guys and i was like okay those are my those are my right yeah so what are you over college here? that's like that was what i like myself into. So, what made you settle for Johnny? <laughs> that brings us into our All last right, segment <laughs> called "Losing Interest." Yes, are you are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Let's bring it. I'm confident. I'm thirty, flirty, and thriving. Fuck you. <laughs> Squirty. Oh wow. <laughs> Um, I'm losing interest in white people treating you like shit while simultaneously stealing our identities. Um, you can't jog, sit on your couch, walk in your neighborhood without white people's interference. But every time you turn around, here they come celebrating Cinco de Mayo, getting their hair braided on the beach, twerking on TikTok. Um, it's just annoying and constantly aggravating. To see what's happening these days, you know, with the president and, you know, Asian people being segregated against or discriminated against or whatever uh, because of COVID-19 or, again, a young black man just running down his own block and getting basically hunted down by two white people and and them not even getting arrested until maybe like a month or two after after the fact. Um, the sec- There is a second part to that, though. So I'm also losing interest in minorities, specifically black people, not learning how to capitalize, monetize, and retain their talents. 
So, you know, for every cool white friend you have, there's 20 other people of their family members that, you know, want you dead and, you know, want you to be their servant or whatever. So stop inviting these people to the barbecue, uh, get your shit together, build your business, spend some money in your own neighborhoods, um, stop standing out in lines and pandemics and getting Jordans. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, invest in yourselves. And then, you know, you can't, People can't tell you what to do because you can do your own shit. Johnny, what do you lose? Uh, I'm next. Oh my gosh. Uh, how do I follow that? Um, yeah, like I know. This. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm losing interest in my 35 year old niece. Not ne- niece, niece. <laughs> <laughs> you really hate your family this episode. What's going I was going to say, I was like, she's 35 and she's doing coding homework. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> she's in college. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm losing, thir- l- losing interest in my 30s. Uh, I'm losing interest in my 35-year-old needs. Uh, I, I fucking hate it. It sucks. Like, I, like I'm working from home um, and, like, I, I sit gay. So, like, my, like my <laughs> knees are always, like, on, my legs are always on the chair. <laughs> so, like, one of my needs is always bent. And if I'm on a fucking call for, like, longer than 30 minutes and I unbend it, it fucking hurts. <laughs> I'm just like, what's wrong with my knees? <laughs> And then they start like crickety crackety when I go down the like the stairs. Uh, it just fucking sucks. And um, like not being able to eat all the Doritos I want in one sitting. Like I wish that stuff would stop hurting. Like there's always like something new hurting. It's not even like bad. It's just always like this like stupid like numb thing. <laughs> but I'm just I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah, bitch. There's a special. It, it is a special kind of welcome to this new age in your life. Whenever you can no longer sneak out of someone's house or room quietly <laughs> whenever it's just like there's, there's just a bag of bones walking down the hallway and you're like damn bitch I really just wanted to see what is in your fridge or in your medicine cabinet <laughs> and now you're awake because <laughs> <laughs> my bones can't seem to stop making fucking noise yeah. it is should I should just, I just should I uh, just uh, wake up and go on with my day and it's like 5am <laughs> oh no oh, oh. but yeah, yeah I'm losing interest in all that shit um, I, just, I probably just need to start taking more vitamins and stuff like that but I was gonna but, say it sounds like Boniva's like, in your future we're just like constantly dying every day little by little so Whoa. that's what I'm losing interest in this week <laughs> Jesus, what are you losing interest in? Being alive. Um, <laughs> just regular living. I woke up today and I was real mad <laughs> that I'd Good woken morning. up. <laughs> no, not at all. It's three <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you know, I was talking to my roommate about this last night and I I really just, this week I think was particularly demoralizing and really, really, I think, discouraging and, and sad. And I think so much of that had had to do with the very overt ways in which what we're seeing right now for as much as people don't want to like own up to it is like, we're, we're seeing a white supremacist coup in this country, right? Like, like from, from top down, like from, from every, from the top levels of government down to, you know, fucking somebody's cousin who works at fucking steak and shake, right? Like from top down, you're seeing white supremacist ideology become more and more, acceptably um powerful in this country right like and and i and i say that because uh, i think so much about the timing of of when we're seeing the video of ahmad arbery uh being killed and 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 the ways in which that particular timeline is not far from all of the footage that we saw of like white men with guns 
on the steps of the Michigan Capitol or entering the capital of Kentucky, right? And so, like, the the the, the one thing connecting these images for me is that, like, um, and and I, I forget the name of, of the woman who wrote this, um, but she's she's the woman who essentially organized the the 1619 project for, for the New York Times, okay. and she tweeted this week. She was like, "What you need to understand as an American is that law is fiction." the only real law in America is a white man with a gun. And she talks a lot about how like, yeah, like for, for the most part, all of this progress that we seem to think is inevitable, all of this, this, this progress, right. So supposedly that, that we, that we are so proud of and sometimes tout um, is actually just a fiction. Like it, it is just like, it, it is a system of like fucking smoke and mirrors that in a lot of ways is set up to continue to perpetuate the same circumstances of oppression. But but under different guises. So I think a lot about the fact that like, for example, this week, the, the Navajo Nation, uh, you know, which is in dire need of PPE and medical equipment and, right. and COVID tests. Um, when they asked for that aid relief package, you know, they were supposed to get tests. And instead, the only thing that arrived was body bags, like straight up just fucking body bags. It's crazy. So like the, the, the way in which American law is always like a coded way of... <laughs> Uh, of of you know dog whistling white supremacy is is exhausting and i'm tired of it and it's and it's real whack because like because at the end of the day like i'm i don't know that like i i i envision or want a world where like we have the same power as white folks because that's not it like that's not that's not i that's not to emulate a system that they've created, I think, would be to participate in the same types of oppression. But fuck, just let us live. Like, just let us be fucking alive. Like, if, exactly. if like, just like there, there's no reason for us to be dying at the rates we're dying from so many of the things we're dying. Whether it be a white man with a gun, or um, or, or 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 a healthcare system that has been orchestrated to only benefit white folks, so that the rest of us die around them. So yeah, I'm I'm real exhausted in in the fiction of law and and the white man with a the gun. There's this book I've been reading called The Color of Law. Um, slowly reading, um, but it's just like everything that's happening right now. And it's this book is basically about all the laws and m- mostly about um, uh, housing uh, for like uh, black the black community and people of color minorities. Um, and and basically like everything that I'm reading in this book right now, I'm like, this shit is happening still. Like this shit is still happening. It's still being perpetuated. And I'm I'm just like, this is not gonna stop. And like the visualization of just constantly constantly seeing like, white supremacy on TV, just constantly telling you, like, and showing you and demonstrating in every fucking way possible that you are less than and you will be less than, and no one's gonna take this away from us, is just like fucking mind-boggling. Yeah, I feel that. Yep. Um, you know, so just just a little, just a little light reading for the girls, <laughs> just, something, just something fun for summer. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to give the girls something painful and existential for summer. Um, <laughs> Robbie, what are you losing interest in this week, girl? Um, what I was gonna talk about <laughs> isn't as important, but it's just been relevant to me in this week, <laughs> which is You're going back to that. just interviewing for jobs and stuff. And do y'all know what imposter syndrome is? Tell us. Um, it is, if I understand it correctly, it is how it's a very normal human thing that majority of people do where just to simplify it in like the job position that you're in, even though you're doing fine and you're doing just as good as everybody else, 
in your head, you convince yourself on how you're tricking everyone into thinking you're doing fine. And it's like this weird mind game that every that everybody does. So that's what I'm over because I've been having to like battle myself a lot recently. And it's annoying that we have to do that on top of everything else. What do you think, Jenny? Yeah. What do you like? How do you get yourself out of that like mind state? Um, honestly, uh, music usually that Beyonce remix right now of Savage has been like <laughs> on repeat as well as some Carly Rae. Um, like, yeah, for some reason, music is able to like help me readjust. Is it like that you sing these songs and like you're feeling the lyrics or? I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't know. Usually, I'm not usually singing. Recently, I've been like reading the lyrics a lot. And then honestly, I just think about like this. I just kind of hype myself up. Like, I don't know. It's just like a little, I put on my headphones and I just hype myself up. We're on Zoom. Can you show a little bit? No. <laughs> Say, like, please. I don't I think see anyone's see it. Let us see your hype. He's, he's not wearing any pants or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a series of very complex, like, cock and ball torture moves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the sheets are off his bed. Like, oh, <laughs> he bled all over him. <laughs> Uh, I did want to say that I, I think it's interesting, Robbie, that you were like, oh, it's not as important. But I actually think it's kind of part and parcel with it, right? Like, uh, so, um, I don't know. So, somebody the other somebody the other day um, was, like, reviewing applications. She's one of my friends. And she was saying that, like, when she's, when she's reviewing applications for, and this was for a writing fellowship, she was like, it's weird because whenever I read, like, a, a statement of purpose from, like, a person of color or um, a, a queer or femme person, it's always like four or five paragraphs, super detailed. And they're just like trying to really, like they're trying to prove so hard that like they're good and they deserve this. Right. And then they, they'll read statements from like, you know, a lot of like more established, older, like straight white men. And, and the statements are like, it's like two paragraphs, if that. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, you know, I should just get this. And I, and I think like, Imposter syndrome, for as much as it absolutely is like a personal thing, is also actually like a symptom, I think, a lot of times of like larger systems that I've told you like, well, bitch, you're not going to get it. You're going to fail anyway. You're like, you're not that good. You shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? So yeah. I do think like, I don't know. I, I actually do think it's kind of like a, it's an interesting symptom of, of so many of the things that I think we're, we have to live with. Um, but I'm glad that you have like a way to hype yourself up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right well um that's all the time we have this week uh <laughs> um sorry i fucked up uh that's all the time we have don't hit him jeff don't hit him <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> we had a meeting he's behind you <laughs> look out <laughs> jenny looked <laughs> Bitch, have you lived in this house? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end of our show. Thank you for listening to Las Latinas. You can find us on Las Latinas podcast on all the social media, social, social media things. Uh, you can find us all tagged on IG. We all have really cute profile pictures. Just add us. A special thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. I got it. Thank, thank you very you. much, Mr. Thank, thank you very much, much. Mr. Yes. Mr. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Yes. 
you can find me at Dog in the City on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, check out Pop by Proxy, a new podcast that we started up. Uh, just to go over a little bit about it. So we basically, it's basically um, a timeline of where you were, what you were doing, the things you were listening to, and the pop culture that influenced you. We take songs and then make questions out of them. So like uh, Scissor Song, The Weeknd. So question for you guys. Um, would you or have you ever been The Weeknd side person? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> I, listen, next I, I, week. <laughs> Stay tuned for the crossover episode. I know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we do, um, and we try to have a lot of fun. It's myself, DJ Lames. Uh, thanks for having me, you guys. Um, and I'll be editing a lot of this later. Robbie, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> have you been the side piece on the weekend? I don't know if it counts. If the, other, if, yes. the, if the other, if the partner knows about you and it's like an open thing. Damn, you bold bitch. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it was, I, I met, this was years ago, maybe like five years ago, not like that long ago. But, but like, and we would mess around, but like, he was in an open relationship. Um, so I don't know if that counts. Did the other person know? I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> Great. Well, I just want to thank producer Jeff again. Um, <laughs> for being on the show. Um, also, a really special shout out to Fatima Fregoso, who did this week's cover art. Uh, you can find her at Bitter Sundrop on Insta. Uh, her art is super cool. So go get uh, stuff commissioned by her. Uh, we're available for speaking engagements of all kinds, um, for all your Zoom meetings, bautizos, quinces, uh, con- commencement ceremonies. Uh, mediations, mergers, dirty jack-off sessions on Zoom. Um, we can host your meetings and we are willing to travel eventually. And we can gape. <laughs> yeah, gape. Johnny's working on like, like a huge I'm gape. Gaping hole. <laughs> Such a huge gape. <laughs> uh, tune in next week where we talk about uh, how to make your own poppers at home with old coffee grounds and oven cleaner. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. I... Do I leave? <laughs> <laughs> should I, should I, 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 I <laughs> she immediately just fucking quickly <laughs> yeah. meeting. She's like, fuck it. She doesn't even say bye. She's like, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs>